it's ep in the city and aunt b and welcome to the The wind down where we give you a healthy dose of sophisticated ignorance look we don't claim to be perfect and we are definitely not politically correct but if you're not too sensitive well just bring your sense of humor and and wind down down with with us it's your girl ep and it's aunt b and welcome to the wind down how are you today Good. It's great. It's always good being back in your presence. Oh, that is so sweet of you. You've been yeah. so sweet lately. Is it the holiday season or no? No, it's not. It's not at all. That's just me. I woke up like this. Oh, you woke up a <laughs> sweetie pie the last you. month of 2016. <laughs> hey, better late than never. Look at God. <laughs> I wanted it. How's that forgiveness thing working for you? Um... I'm still trying, <laughs> still coming along. Okay. If I could just get this spiteful spirit up out of me, then I'll be, I'll be an A one Christian. Maybe, maybe not A one, but but at least a A <laughs> three. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, you're just a fine, fine Christian in my eyesight. Well, hunting. thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so I was gonna ask you what you have going on, but I'm a tell you what you're going to tell everybody what you got going on hold up hold up hold up hold up so you're going to tell me i'm gonna tell you what to tell everybody what you got going on oh okay you're gonna give me a script yeah here goes so ep announced publicly what she had told me previously (laughs) she gonna let you know she had the scoop I i just found out but one half of the wind down <laughs> is getting married. Yay. That is a big deal. It is huge. Man, I mean, what made you want to do something like that? Uh, first of all, I had never <laughs> thought to be somebody's wife. wife. <laughs> I thought I was going to have a forever statement. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? A forever statement, yeah. But when... The right man comes along and hits you over the head with that club and drags you into his cave. Uh-huh. You kind of like opt to do it. <laughs> I no. surrender. <laughs> I just submit. Um, no, honestly, <laughs> I was reconnected to my fiance Terrell mm-hmm. earlier this year, and it's after I had prayed to God, like, "Yo, if they ain't from 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 you, then just keep them away." from me right that's and, a good prayer yeah for real for real and um then i got a prophetic word from prophetess linda gwen over at church at glory <laughs> and you know those two uh that prayer and that prophecy um made me a lot more receptive um to whom god sent to be my husband and it's been real you know he actually um proposed in april Mm, okay. He proposed in April, and um, I obliged. Uh, but this past couple of weeks ago, he dropped a ring on me, which I wasn't expecting a ring because I'm like, we ain't got to do that. Yeah. Um, but he he provided a ring, and it's exactly what I want. So shout out to Amberly Harris, the down south diva. Hey, Bambi. Byron Evans from Politically Entertaining. What up, B? For sneaking behind my back to get me a ring. So they made that happen, um, of course, with Terrell's direction. So I'm ecstatic. I love him. That's the man of God for me, baby. I am very happy for you. That is that is really a big deal. And if you listen to what EP said earlier, you know, getting married wasn't like something that she was sitting around crossing her fingers, hoping somebody would just just make her do. And I think that's a misconception. <laughs> 
That's a right. misconception that when you get a certain age, especially in the South, and you're unmarried, that you hadn't found anybody who would marry you yet. I get that from some people, especially older ladies. Yes. Like, you know, when they think a woman is of a certain age and she isn't married, it's just because she ain't found her man that want to marry her yet. Like... <laughs> I got oh, you haven't found that? a man that you're willing to go in the house with. Going <laughs> in the house is something serious. Or when you're in a relationship and you hadn't got married and people feel like, oh, that boy won't even marry that girl. Like, like they disparage it towards the girl. Like something is yeah, obviously something's wrong, wrong with, with her. her. Like, no, you know, going back with that throwback way of thinking, man. So, right, right. Yeah, shout out to you coming to grips with the fact that you didn't really want to forever stab me. Well, to Terrell convinced me otherwise. Yeah. <laughs> you know, just being the man of God that he is. And then um, it's really cool because being in his presence and, you know, our relationship thrives on open and honest, transparent communications. Like, that's the core of our relationship with God at the foundation. And, you know, he taught me so much about myself. Like, I'm, I didn't think I was that hard, but... Mm-hmm. Yo, B, I'm kind of hard, son. I, you know, I was a little hard. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I never perceived myself that way. But when I look in hindsight, you know, he right. Like, that's why a lot of my prior relationships didn't work because, you know, niggas are kind of hard. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Niggas hard, smart, making money. You know, it's like you had a household, ain't it? <laughs> but when you got a man that is like, yo, my dick bigger than yours, you mm-hmm. going to fall back. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And it makes you like, oh, I like that. You know, mm-hmm. I like a masculine man that can look at me and get me to shut the fuck up. Yeah. Who knew? <laughs> Who knew? <laughs> But that's what a lot of us need. And be with it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't necessarily want to be, you know, head of household, wear the britches. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, you want me to shut up? <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, seriously. He's a great guy. You know, I like brilliant guys. And sometimes those are hard to find. So I found He don't find me. <laughs> Man, yo, you said a couple things that's brought up all type of questions. So I'm What's like that? all over the place. You said brilliant guys. And I hate to jump on this shallow subject real quick, but... Um, the shallowness of intellect or the <laughs> no, shallowness no, no, no. of how y'all get y'all diplomas no not that <laughs> you were talking about brilliance and uh-huh. I immediately thought about Kanye West cause I saw earlier like mm. him and Kim Kardashian supposedly are filing for divorce I don't know but when the why I thought about that was because um, I guess since we're talking about marriage it's kind of linked mm-hmm. um, are you shocked by that that am, that, I, that, <laughs> am I shocked that two narcissistic people could not make forever work? Or am I shocked that she rode his coattails for as long yes. as that booty could ride it? You Man, know what I'm saying? I'm I'm, like, yeah, I'm definitely shocked that they have been together this long. But it seems to me that they just seem, they never seem compatible because even though he has his issues, like Kanye is a really smart guy. Like, yeah, he, he seems like a conversationalist. Like, he would need to have married someone that could stimulate him mentally. Right. And it just doesn't seem like Kim is able to do that, which I think is why he's eventually gone crazy. Because if you got so much on your mind and you need somebody to talk to and your helpmate is always like, yeah, babe. You see my lip gloss <laughs> popping? <laughs> Like, who wouldn't go crazy? That would drive you insane. Like, I don't... But he was so willing to do that, though. He was so willing to have this chick that, you know, had questionable morals. You know what I'm saying? Who got onto the scene, you know, 
in a way that his mama would not have co-signed. Not at and all. you really going to go against your mama wishes like that <laughs> <laughs> to the point where you're going to go for this pseudo porn star, wife her. You know what I'm saying? All uh, it's it's just much, you know what I'm it saying? Is. It's just much, but that's what he wanted, and that's what a lot of guys subscribe to. Like, I want my chick to look like this. I want my chick to be dragging ass from government to broad. I want my <laughs> chick to, you know what I'm saying, be able to turn men's heads. And a lot of time, they can't calculate, compute, or you know, talk on any level besides makeup. And clothes. Yeah. And so when you do have a mind like Kanye's, then it does um, get a little more difficult to to release. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's, your, that's your partner. That's, that's your, your partner. Like... And you got to talk to her about Dr. Seuss when you on <laughs> a um, William Shakespeare or mm-hmm. Dr. Umar Johnson level. Nah, I mean, you, you gon- you, you're going to slip into the abyss. Yeah. And I think that's definitely what happened. Like, he just seems like he has... No outlet, no intellectual outlet at home. Right. And it just comes out randomly at different places like like he's a maniac. <laughs> or something. Or something like that. And not to mention the Kardashians just flip everybody upside down and turn men totally crazy. Black men. They don't. You, well, they well, turn you know Bruce College, into a yeah. hobby. They t- yeah. Turn yeah. him into a whole they lady. Did they did that. <laughs> <laughs> they did that. But I'm so pro-black man that it just offends me that they keep buying into that Kardashian magic. Yeah. And they don't even like they oh, black like girls that. on tape, you know what I'm saying, swallowing. But you're going to take this whole hoe, I chill. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And wife her and give her, um, how could I say that? Like, they give her a pass. Mm-hmm. They give certain chicks passes that they don't give black women. Mm-hmm. And it's like she is... Going to be perceived as the perpetual hoe. She get money. Now, I don't want to seem like I'm bashing Kim Kardashian or the chicks that are perceived to be beautiful and big body built like that. That's not it. It's just that when black men give these chicks a pass for what they drag black women for, it's problematic to me. And that's no fault of Kim K and the Kardashian crew. Uh, But, you know, when they come with that magic, that's what happens. I mean, when you include in your song lyrics, my girl is a superstar all from her home movie. Like That wasn't a home movie. <laughs> that was porn. Like, and you, I mean, I can't see if she was Kiki, that he would even be proud to put that in the song. Right. Like, that was just ridiculous. I, it's like he just became this new level of shallow. Yes. When he yes. got with Kim. Yes. That he was not, this is just a, a whole totally different Kanye than what we saw with College Dropout, which was one of my favorite. Yes, Still is one of my graduate. favorite. The graduate. The <laughs> graduate. I, I, I really connected with College Dropout. Mm-hmm. That was the first one. Yeah. And um, he was just on another level, like the things he was talking about and his humbleness, like doing yes. award shows. And it's just like, wow, this is what, and this is what fame does to people. That is crazy. I was listening to the College Dropout this week and his flow was so sincere it really and was. It was so believable and just honest and raw and everybody's waiting for that Kanye West 
to come back. But is it possible when you've achieved those trinkets of success that you wanted? You wanted the trinket of having money consistently. You wanted the trinket of being fresh, you know, on a whole nother budget. And you have that. And you wanted the trinket of having the baddest bitch in the game, quote unquote, on your arm. So after you achieve all the things that propelled you to strive, you know, is it possible to go back to a college dropout? Mm-hmm. I don't think so. I don't, I don't think people are going to buy it. Like, the sincerity was, it's, it was so genuine. Mm-hmm. Like, to go back there from all that we've seen, I just don't think people are going to buy it. Right. I don't know. Right. But speaking of Kim K and her rise to stardom from, what you said, a pseudo- porn star Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's no wonder though why a lot of young girls Mm -hmm. think that Mm -hmm. that type of behavior is a a level or a step to success right um specifically here in our city a young lady in high school um had a was engaged in all kind of activity but i didn't see the video but because we don't watch child porn i don't watch child porn (laughs) I don't watch any porn, actually. (laughs) Yeah. So the girls on... (laughs) They're in school basically having sex in the bathroom. Mm -hmm. And that's just very disturbing to me that... And I know that nothing news under the sun is what they say. But, wow, like, (laughs) she's 14 from what I understand. And when you have people like Kim Kardashian who have these uh, shameless, because it it seems like there's no shame behind having sex tapes leaked and all this type of stuff like that. It seems like that's actually one of the ways people are successful. Like, how do you tell young girls that that's not cool? See, Having somebody... You know, skeet on your face in I've the been school bathroom is not that. okay. And this is just from a perspective, and I always give my perspective as someone who was prematurely sexually active, right? And I want the girls to be empowered in their sexuality. I want them to embrace that little, when they lap start jumping. I want them to know what that is. But I also want them to value it enough to know that little boy thing ain't even what you want in you. You know what I'm saying? And neither do you want his friends thanging you after his thing been in you. You know what I'm saying? And you sure don't want it recorded. And you definitely <laughs> don't want it on tape. No. So it's like your lap may be jumping. You have these feelings. Um, you know, you may want to see what the big hype is is about about seeing touching swallowing the penis you Mm. know what i'm saying or having the penis enter you but you gotta (laughs) stop making the penis the prize bitch you the prize bitch you're the prize bitch your pussy the prize bitch your pussy is the prize (laughs) words of wisdom from the wind down I mean, it's not just me giving a pussy up like that because they want it. 
Don't be giving it up oh. just because you have an opportunity to ride all three at the same damn time. Damn, oh, lean something for 29. Man. What you going to do at age 29 if you jumping on three dicks at one time? What you going to do? At 14. 14, not even <laughs> flinching. Like, give yourself, pace yourself. You got a whole life worth of fucking to do. Pace <laughs> yourself. <laughs> The race is not given to the swift. But those that can throw it back at 99. <laughs> be able to throw that pussy back at 99 you and still make it work something. Why are you sprinting? Why are you starting off in the sprint? <laughs> you going to run out of breath. <laughs> or at least cat muscles. You want them cat muscles intact in your 30s. Like, how you going to give your husband a shallow wound? Man. How you going to give your husband... A wound with no walls. Man. Because you done fooled around and got one of them runt niggas. That's just crazy to me. Like, <laughs> we laughing, but it's really sad. Like, the things that some of these girls are doing at a younger age, it's just like, I mean. But why I would remember, they not? Why would they why not would they do not? it? I don't know, like. Okay, so when I was in school, in high school, you know, you had your freaks. You had your girl that, the girls that got even, down. Oh, I hate that word. Well, freak. you had what the girl. What made her freak? What made her freak? I'm saying that's what everybody called the loose chicks in school. They was the freaks. You know, but we why had are they loose chicks? Why is they just not in there? They are high. They have a sex drive. You ain't, you're not finna sit up here and try to <laughs> rewrite history. Them hoes was freaks. <laughs> I don't want to do the girls like that because I want them to them. know that they can have a sex drive at 15, yeah, but, but, 16, 17. Who, but why are you making the word freak seem like it's a bad thing? Rick James came out with Super Freak. And that bitch was some serious. Like, <laughs> Rick James ain't finna make Them nothing all right proud. in my vocabulary. Like, <laughs> he don't do it for me. I mean, and also Master P came out with freak holes, freak holes. Let your motherfucking knees touch your, your elbows. elbows. <laughs> That Man. don't make it all right because it's always a disparaging word Man. towards women or towards girls who exhibit certain behaviors. For example, you know, she likes to have sex. She may like to have sex. So she's a freak. Okay, but when you're in high school, you're not so specific about your terminology. You knew it was a girl that enjoyed having sex with multiple people and you just call her a freak. We, nobody had time <laughs> to break it down like that. We're 16. <laughs> But then that puts her on the on the negative end of the narrative, and I want our girls to be empowered. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and it's gonna sound so contradictory because when you get to Kim K age, then you's old nasty hoes. <laughs> but nasty. I'm not gonna call these babies no nasty hoes. Kim K should know better, and I'm I know these little girls don't know better than the prize they pussy over what they doing in the bathroom. Well, what I was gonna say about the freaks in the '90s was. <laughs> When we was in high school, you know, you had your girls that got down. But for the most part, uh, I think culturally, uh, we, you know, I wasn't really running into girls that I don't know if they really were doing it or just didn't admit it. But at the time, like giving head when we was young was still like, ugh. Was it like that in school for you? Bitch, don't be looking back at me like that. <laughs> Y'all, I should have seen what she just did. I, and she, <laughs> she real sensitive. <laughs> Turn your chair around. <laughs> <laughs> Look me in my face when we had this conversation. 
First of all, you have a lot of young ladies okay. <laughs> who are in real grown-up relationships, real grown-up monogamous relationships. So they may have their freshman mm-hmm. man who is also their man their sophomore year and their junior year and their senior year. And, you know, if the stars are aligned, then they marry their high school sweetheart. But during this time where you got a man your whole four years or so and y'all are sexually active, you're going to... Yeah, I ain't, I'm not talking about that necessarily. I mean, like the girl, it just, it was like when we was in school, it was just still taboo to discuss or to talk about or even admit. Like you gave somebody here, like that was just still very taboo. I it wasn't what? common. I don't even recall having those conversations, I do. and it was very taboo. It was like, ooh, what she did, what, like, oh my goodness, like it was really not common when I was in school. Like it wasn't. You had people you heard did that, and it was pretty much the majority was like, ew. I mean, if people did it, they weren't doing it in the boys' locker room, or they weren't doing it, you know, outside the mini gym at John Ella Floor. Like they were at least at the renaissance or the riverview or something. <laughs> my whole thing though it seemed like now it's so much more accepted it like is. we got the girls on film that that forget being ashamed of doing it without any proof like yeah. you are uh, agreeing to have somebody put you on the iPhone but get down like that everybody wants to be a star everybody wants a certain level of notoriety the girls are highly competitive so it's like I bet I swallow that better than you you know what I'm saying yeah. but there are competitive about the wrong things you know what i'm saying yeah. um it but these children are being exposed to sexuality earlier and earlier and through various outlets like these aren't just one-on-one sessions like they have access to porn at their fingertips yep and so if you turn to any porn website you're gonna get more than your eye for <laughs> and that's gonna be your interpretation of sex right and so if you're one girl with multiple partners because you've seen that, you know, in a video, you might think that's what you do. Mm-hmm. But I just yeah. want somebody. I just want the little girls to prize they pussy more than get popped out <laughs> in the bathroom. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that part. And let me just, if y'all, let me tell you, because I know a lot of y'all the cool aunties. You better tell these little girls they better um, be wiping their ass properly while they sitting here trying to get some dick. <laughs> Bitch, you trying to get some dick and your drawers ain't even clean. Like, that's what I'm like. Your hygiene, hygiene should be on right. point. Like, your hygiene has to be A1. And I know teenagers, y'all are nasty. Yeah, how you going to be slutting it out on the iPhone and you musty? <laughs> <laughs> you ain't even got that together yet. <laughs> little musty, little nasty, little freak. The phone's supposed to come in the process or afterwards. You ain't supposed to enter the bedroom with the phone going. <laughs> kind of shit is that y'all make me so um, mad keep them lifted but you know what it, you know what this really tells me though we as christians <laughs> and as <laughs> and as those that are believers in the word like we not touched enough of these young people to introduce them to the alternative so that they know you know you're gonna have the opportunity to make good choices and bad choices and these are where your good choices come from and these are where your bad choices come from you know what i'm saying you want to make choices that align up to your jesus yes <laughs> minimally Pull like up. that's your litmus test does this align up to, to- jesus i don't know otherwise don't do it i we we gotta we gotta reach more of them yeah in the meantime, we janking. Y'all don't need to have y'all hot mustaches 
<laughs> pee popping on a handstand yeah. and your drawers ain't clean. You know what I'm saying? You don't even know how to take care of yourself when you're cycle on. Get the fuck out of here. Please exit stage. Left. But we talking about the girls. Why is it that we don't have the conversation about the boys? Because we're just preparing the girls for ridicule, a uh, regular woman ridicule. I mean, it's not right, but it is what it is. Like, it's just this age old. You can't say it's not right and then say, oh, we accept that it's not right. I didn't right. say it. I didn't say I accept that it's not right. But if I had a you daughter. You it is what it is. That's it what, is what it is. That's what I accept it means. It is if what I it is. If I had a daughter, I would be, I would be hard on her as well. Like, I can sit here and try to make everything fair from, you know, oh, it shouldn't be like this. But I'm not really preparing you for going out and living under the scrutiny of everybody else. You know, that's not, I'm not being a good parent. If I'm trying to make you live the way I think is fair, if that makes any sense. Because oh, so you're I mean, preparing people, them for the real and not the ideal. Yeah, exactly. For the real and not the ideal. Like, it's just different. It, it's just different. It's, and you can't change it. You can't do anything about that. So. Well, you can dialogue and we can say that the disparity in treatment between the young ladies and the young males at some point has to cease. Yeah. It's not going to, though. Because nobody calls them nasty-ass niggas for running one penis behind the other in the same chick. Like, there has to be something a little bit nasty Mm -hmm. (laughs) about that or off about that. No? No. Like mm. I just don't. That's just not cool. It's not. not it's cool. not cool. Period. I mean, as a mom of boys, like I don't. I don't. I'm not out here. Like, look, I'm so glad y'all boys, cause y'all do whatever y'all want to do. Ain't nobody gonna look at y'all the way they would as if y'all were girls. Like, no, nah, I, I still want my kids to be make good moral decisions, and I put that in them, you know. But you know, I'm I'm just saying with the whole girl aspect, the world is harder on women when it comes down to stuff like that. That's, That's just right. the way it is. But I have a question. Uh, somebody ran by me. Okay. Um, this is relating to, well, I'm just going to go ahead and read it. If someone from your past, whether it be an old relationship or just sexual, starts working at your job, mm-hmm. would you voluntarily tell your significant other? Like, would you go home and tell your boo, like, hey, um, oh, boy, you know, such and such, you know, he worked with me now. Like, would you volunteer that information? Of course. You would. Yes. We have uh, open, honest, transparent communications about everything. We tell Mm -hmm. each other everything regardless. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I would tell them. You know what? And I'm (laughs) like, I would want my dude to tell me. But I'd be probably kind of hesitant to tell my dude because. But that's who you are. That is exactly who I am. (laughs) (laughs) I want to know everything. But my boy ain't none of your business. <laughs> because I know how I can handle and accept stuff. Like, <laughs> like I know me. You know what You're I'm saying? Such a like, control freak. <laughs> is that what they call yes. it? Yes. Okay, I've been diagnosed. <laughs> <laughs> I know how I can handle it. Like, you know, I would. I w- I'm not saying I wouldn't say anything, but I'd be a little hesitant because mm-hmm. I just wouldn't want any issues from my significant other. Um, and not speaking of my my 
significant other. Not talking about him, him at all. I just mm-hmm. mean just in general. The situation. Yeah. No, I say you were controlling because you're trying to c- control the response yeah. as well. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Instead of just letting the open and honest communications take care of itself mm-hmm. and deal with what open and honest communications brings. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I probably, I probably would, but I'd be a little hesitant. Of course, I would want to know. You yeah, know, but I took I that be... nigga from full time to part time <laughs> to weekends only when you ain't even out. <laughs> I would want to know. But... Oh, so-and-so got high, but she, he only works Sundays. <laughs> right, for two hours. <laughs> so this is a two-part question, Okay. Though. So if you know that someone from your past works with your significant other, do you tell him or her? So it's like... If your dude is comes home and he like, yeah, uh, man, it's a cool dude, Jeff, yada, 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 yada. Man, we had lunch together. He just started working here. And you know, like, that's the Jeff that you used to talk to, date, or whatever. Would you put it out there to him like, oh, babe, that, I used to fool with Jeff. Yeah. You would. I, te- I yeah. tell everything I remember now. If I don't remember yeah. <laughs> Late night, early mornings. Then yeah. I, I can't tell it. But for everything that I do remember, that I disclose. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now on that one, I would absolutely. I would. I and I, of course, I would want to know, and I would absolutely tell my significant other that, hey, you know, I used to talk to him. Because one thing I wouldn't want him to do is get too comfortable with this guy and, right. and build too much of a friendship, and I'm disgusted without him knowing that. Without him making a decision to discuss our relationship or not to his quote-unquote work buddy. Because I know, like, I wouldn't have a... So, okay, well, let me ask you this then. Would you have a problem um, continuing a work friendship with a particular woman if you found out after maybe a couple happy hours or um, a couple times going to lunch together, would you have a problem continuing that work friendship if it came out later that she and your guy did have something going on? I wouldn't have a problem continuing the relationship. I don't, that, what you do before me is outside of my jurisdiction. Yeah. And as long as old girl respectful and she don't have any ulterior motives um, for even trying to befriend me. Right. But one thing I've learned, like I fall back on just being all gung-ho and befriending folks so quickly. Because that was like, that was a true, um, that's my nature. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Oh, we cool. And I look, I'm like, yo, why everybody mad at me? Well, they weren't really cool with you in the first place. Mm-hmm. They never really liked you. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it would probably, I probably wouldn't develop that relationship like that. But if I am working with someone who has had a relationship with my man and we go out for drinks, then that's cool. Um, I don't see anything wrong with that per se. I don't see anything wrong with it either. Like I would probably still continue to. I ain't um, telling my business though. Exactly. That's and that and you to just me, gonna see this carrot. That's the. <laughs> That's the that's what makes the revealing that who that person is yeah. important because I mean I've worked with a couple of people and I never really get too personal with anybody but I have worked with people I've gotten close to over the years and it just becomes you know natural that you mention your family or um the person that you're dating you know or in, not to go into depth about your issues or problems that you may have but just surface type of stuff you might discuss and I wouldn't even want to discuss that with a person that had any type of dealing with Mm-mm. my dude in the past. Mm-mm. 
So I will, you know, those conversations will be off limits. So yeah, I would continue the work friendship or whatever. I wouldn't just all of a sudden act funny with with the chick, but you know, I would need to know that information because it, the conversation about my dude is is totally off limits at that point. That's right. I, I ain't, we ain't talking about nothing. That's right. <laughs> That's right. About that though. <laughs> and I think that should be the standard, you know, operating procedure. Like, don't disclose the details of your relationship with your coworkers mm-hmm. or with anybody for that matter. You know what I'm saying? You might tell your homegirl, this nigga tripping. Yeah. But that's it. But you know what? She sure gonna hear, but he made up. You know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't giving nobody nothing. Yeah. Because people are a trip. And I, I wanted to believe that everybody was like happy for you. And imagine my 37-year-old self getting crushed to the status of a nine-year-old to feel like everybody's not happy for you. No. Everybody isn't cheering for you. And... I will say this, though. I think I probably have one of the most supportive networks ever because whenever you darn near reach 10% of your Facebook friends liking, saying wow, or loving the fact that you've gotten engaged, Mm -hmm. either y'all knew I wanted a man (laughs) (laughs) or you're just genuinely happy for me. (laughs) You can't judge people's feelings on likes <laughs> it's just customary sometimes to hit the like button for some people like i'm genuinely happy for you i know that you are i am you are oh you i are. wouldn't say that i was you damn sure would <laughs> you, you now you are an authentic human being you would shut up before mama. you lie i will shut up and that is my mama i love my, my mama will shut up before, before she, she lies. lies i have yep. never heard a lie come from my mom's right. mouth she will get quiet i mean i don't care if it could be mama you like my dress she'll just mm. <laughs> she <laughs> she'll just shut up like she i'm not finna i'm not finna lie and i'm not gonna you know say anything negative so i'm just gonna mm. <laughs> that's right or not just say not say nothing at all like and that's up. what i that's what i respect mm-hmm. and so I'm I'm G coded and wired the same. That's probably why we vibe so well. Like we just gonna shut up before <laughs> I look out. you in your face and lie, or just call each other out, right? <laughs> and then put a giggle behind it. <laughs> that damn giggle. <laughs> you can't deny. It. You nope, can't deny. It. Not at all. <laughs> but nah, yeah, that's mm, don't be friends like that. At, and so, but that. one thing I don't want to see you and your dude doing, like Ellen in life, is that damn switch it up challenge. Have you been seeing that? No, what's that? Oh my goodness! You know these challenges just drive me so crazy. So the switch it up challenge is where the girl and the guy, the couple, takes a picture, you know, like them their normal selves, and then they switch clothes. And pose the exact same way, except the guys in the girls' clothes and the girls in the guys' clothes. And it's been, the couples have been hashtagging Switch It Up Challenge on social media. And I'm just looking like, are you serious? Ain't no bitch in my man. Man. Ain't no bitch in my man. And so. (laughs) Ain't no hoe in his blood. And that's your that instantly sounds like some bitch shit. Like anytime a man put on female clothing, I have a problem with it. You know what I'm saying? Especially if you if you're not entertaining and that's not what you do. Oh no, ma'am. I just showed her the picture. 
one of the pictures. <laughs> Do you see? That's problematic. And it's been a so lot of it. it perverse to me. And you know what's crazy to me? Because if you're going to do a switch challenge, how about we do a switch cell phone challenge? <laughs> the dudes are rather dressed like an old bitch. You, that's Dead much. switch a cell phone with his girl for the day. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't lying. You ain't lying. Why is the culture so willing to have men follow female tendencies? I don't know, but I have been. And what is the the desire to put on these female clothes? It's just something like utterly wicked to me about it. I don't get it. I don't subscribe to it. And um, psh, I wish I would. The switch it up challenge. Uh, we will forgo that. <laughs> That's what we want. No, ma'am. I do not want to see my dude in my dress at all. At all. <laughs> Not at all. Who comes up with these things and why is it okay? I don't know. Social media puts challenge behind something stupid and then everybody feels like it's okay to participate. Can we come up with like some positive challenges that actually propels the community forward? Like stack up challenge. Each month <laughs> stack a G. Mm. Stack it up. So stack a G a month for 12 months. Stack it up. But you know, 12 months, everybody, that's too long, man. People want to do stuff quick and hashtag and put it on social media and move on to the next quick challenge. Well, though, looking at the way time flies, <laughs> <laughs> we can start in January. It's going to be December 2017 before we know it. Yeah, that's true. You know, we're going into that season of the year where we really get to see the psychosis of our culture. People will await their income tax refund and they will have um, businesses um, posturing for every every dollar and cent that they can get from them. And I just want to encourage everyone to demonstrate some steadfastness and keep your coins. I feel like, you know, this is what we should have did the Christmas 2016 after Week upon week upon week throughout this year, we were seeing African-American males get slaughtered in these streets and then increasingly African-American women. And yet towards the um, inaugural, towards the presidential election, you heard less and less and less about African-Americans um, who were getting killed on a daily basis. Seems like you heard less and less about it. And so it's a question of did the killings end or are we finding other things to consider news? And I just wanted to punish the system for not properly handling the murders that took place this year by boycotting Christmas. And it seems easier said than done, but that's how we fight back. You fight back by keeping your coins because this system is dependent upon the largest consumer group in this country continuing to spend money. Boycott Christmas, y'all. <laughs> or just stack up for 2017. Stack up 2017, $1,000 challenge. And, you know, speaking of income tax, I just wanted, this came into my spirit real quick. I did just recently close on the house, as we discussed before. And I had some issues that came up. And, you know, when I go through something or when I find out something, I want to put people on if it, don't, if it does nothing but help one person. As the year gets ready to come to a close and we're getting ready to file income taxes, if you want to try to get a house in 2017 or maybe even 2018, file clean 
tax returns. Getting Kiki them to hook it up so you can get seven, eight, nine thousand undeserved dollars back on your right. refund check. Like it's going to hurt you when you um, start submitting financials That's to right. banks and underwriters start looking at everything and they ask with about a magnifying everything. They ask about everything. And you can really find a home. The home buying process is so crazy because you can get a house, put an offer on the house, and, and move forward and really think you're about to get a house. And it could just really come to a screeching halt off yep. of something that somebody caught in those tax returns. And you That's can right. really have your little hope, you know, crushed. And I don't want nobody to go through that. Like, I really had that issue and had to go through a lot to get it rectified. So, you know, before you go to filing your taxes, if you're thinking about buying a house, please just do the, the, the tax returns the right way. Don't get all that extra stuff claimed. Claiming unreimbursed business expenses, which was my thing. I had claimed a couple unreimbursed business expenses. <laughs> Just got a little out of control. <laughs> but don't do that if you're trying to be a homeowner because that That's can right. really, really stop the process. And I don't want that to happen to nobody. Nobody. Uh-uh. And I want folks to keep their coins. Keep them. Because at the end of the day, I mean, do you really need all that shit? <laughs> That's a good question. Do you really need all that shit? And I think about it just from a kid's perspective. Kids have 200 million toys in their room and they're still getting more toys. that, And they don't even play with the toys that they have. That doesn't seem like is that not a waste? Maybe I don't. I feel like this because I don't have children. No, you. That's a, my kids are at the age now. They're just fourteen. Like they, I don't put. We're not going into all of that. You know, with Christmas. Um, I, when they were younger, don't it was they have a, a house? Exactly. Didn't they just bequeath something? Exactly. <laughs> Then they just get more from mama than a cell phone. Exactly. Okay, then. So they don't, and, and you know, I'm, I thank God that I'm able to, throughout the year, get them different things as they deserve it. Like, neither one of them had anything that they really wanted. I got them one um, thing each that they, one wanted like a um, PlayStation 4, and my other son wanted an iPhone, like a new iPhone. So that was it. Um, and... You know, I'm not putting any pressure and stress and going broke and all of that off of trying to buy this so you can have a bunch of things to open on Christmas. Like, And a, and a lot of that's for the younger kids because I get it when my kids were younger. You know, you just bought unnecessary stuff just to see them rip open those um, boxes and whatnot. But we real chill in my house on, on this Christmas situation, and I like it the way it is. Real chill. Mm-hmm. I, I need to ask Terrell if we're celebrating Christmas. Hey, save your money. <laughs> if it wasn't for this house situation, though, I was really going to um, do a cruise this year yeah, for Christmas. I want I want us to start taking Christmas trips. That's right. Because all this shop. I mean, I find myself going, you know, I guess doing more shopping for other people than I have my kids, you know. And it's just all like, I don't like to shop any time of year, but... Shout out to everybody and Merry Christmas. I hope everybody enjoys. I mean, I hope we don't sound like the Grinch and the Grinches. <laughs> I hope everybody enjoys their Christmas. I definitely want you all to enjoy your family, your people. Um, you know, make it a joyful Christmas. Yes. You enjoy know, Everybody family. make it to 2017 with smiles on their faces. And you know what? I got to do this, man. So about this time last year... You know, a lot of people were getting mad, engaged, and they were posting, you know, their engagement on Facebook. And, and I kind of came off salty. 
<laughs> and I, I kind of came off salty. And I just want all the girls who may have a little Epsom on the tip of their tongue, just hold on, baby. Keep the faith, because when God sends your bow ass, everything that you've endured, every heartbreak, every gut-wrenching pain, all the tears, it is finally worth it to get a real man to make all of that just go away. So, baby, hold that Epsom if you can. <laughs> and just continue to pray for your husband even before he comes to you. And that's something I, I pray for my husband. That's right. Your time is coming, ladies, for all of the y'all out there that want it. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, he was my favorite statement, but he got prayed for. <laughs> yes. It's coming. Be patient. Be patient. <laughs> Be patient, baby. Yes. Yo, it's your girl, E.P. And it's Aunt V. Happy holidays. Yeah, Merry Christmas, y'all. It's the wind down.